Hello and welcome to the Slow Down and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Kim Stark, and this podcast is all about how we can move at a more natural, less busy pace so we can have beautiful, calm and abundant lives. Hello, lovelies. Welcome to today's episode. Thanks for being here. I hope whatever you're doing today, you're having a good day or at least being kind to yourself in whatever way. Yeah, I'm curious, how, how are you guys going? I am recording this only a few days before... Uh, this episode will be released, so fairly current, and we're in a lunar eclipse season, which can be uh, fairly emotional. Uh, it's also in Scorpio, which is known to be quite a watery, emotional sign. And I've noticed a lot of people talking about how tired they are, they're feeling overwhelmed. So obviously being a podcast called Slow Down and Thrive, I just wanted to start with a little reminder that if you're feeling tired and like you need a bit of a rest let this be your permission to just have a breath have a nap even love a good nap or take some time out in nature whatever feels good to you know that it's okay to do whatever feels good so I'm all about nourishing our bodies nourishing our energy and then we can feel replenished and then go out and do whatever it is that you want to do in the world so if you're feeling a little extra stretched around this eclipse season know you're not alone and there's some big energies going on and it's okay to spend a little bit of time loving yourself in whatever way feels good for you today i wanted to talk about simplicity so I think we're all really good at overcomplicating things. I know I am for sure. And I think simplicity is often underrated. So I just wanted to riff on some things around how we might be overcomplicating certain things in our life and just little reminders about how we can bring things back and keep things simple so that we're not having to manage lots and lots of things all at once, things that are draining our energy or we're having to keep tabs on with our mind a lot. Like how can we bring those things in our life back to really the basics, the simple basics? So I'm going to talk about that in terms of our business and the actual like overall theme and ideas that we have and our systems and how we might be able to organize our systems in our business, money, how we can organize and simplify our money, and then how we can also simplify what our minds are doing too. So yeah, let's talk about practicalities first. So let's talk about your business and is what you're doing simple? I think we get very excited about what we're doing and we want to do lots of different things and we want to offer this and offer that and want to talk about this and this and that and you know if we have a product we want to have lots of different products and lots of different lines and and it means we're spreading our energy across lots of different things and we're not focusing on one thing and maybe that means we're not being particularly clear to our audience about how we're marketing that thing and I definitely learned about this through experience I've shared this story before, but if it's a new story for you, I have, well, had a wheat bags business called Wheat Bags Love. And the version of that before I changed the name to that was um, where I had lots of different products. So I had the wheat bags. They were actually the original product because I used to be a massage therapist. And so I started making wheat bags to sell at my clinic. 
And that was, I was telling a friend this morning, actually, it was because I needed money. Like I had come back uh, from three months sort of working away and didn't actually end up working that much. And I got back into a big city, Melbourne, and I was like, oh, crap, I need money. And so my my thing is always, what can I make? <laughs> so that's always been my default is like, what can I make and sell? So as a massage therapist, I was reestablishing myself in town with clients and in the meantime was making these wheat packs. So they did really well. But then, of course, I overcomplicated everything and I added, you know, handbags and jewelry and cushions and table runners and all sorts of things. And it was a really big lesson for me when I actually got rid of everything except the wheat bags. And then the business really actually started to work. Before that, it really felt like an uphill battle. And if you want to hear more about what that journey was, there's an episode called My Business Burnout Story. So you can hear more about how I evolved uh, to just doing wheat bags. But basically, it was a great great evolution of my business. And it was so great to simplify things, especially if you have a product business. Obviously, there's a lot more overheads uh, than a service-based business, mostly, um, because you've got so many different supplies coming in. So I had so many different supplies and suppliers because I had so many different products. And so it was so beautiful when I just really niched, I guess, down to wheat bags and eye pillows and eye masks were the three things. And they were all made out of fabric. They all had wheat inside except the eye mask. And so things became much more simple. They were streamlined. It was much easier to scale. It was much easier for me as the main hat wearer of the business to track everything. And it also made it really clear what I was selling and what I was talking about. You know, social media was still fairly new, but, you know, it was it was around. And um, if you're really simple in what you're selling, you can be really clear about your message and then that you're going to target people better. So this can also apply if you're a service-based business. You know, do you have 10 programs that you're selling or do you have 10 different offers and, a, and each offer kind of targets a different type of person? It, it's confusing, right? It's, it's a lot to manage as well. That's a lot of different marketing messages. That's a lot of different things that you're having to manage in that. So not to say that that's bad or wrong. It's just an idea that if you do want to maybe make your life a little less busy, more simple, that might be one way of actually looking at your offers and being like, do I actually really want to offer all of these things? Whether that is a product or a business, do I want to offer all of those? What am I actually really excited about? Is there one, two, or even three things that I could actually focus on and then really streamline my business, streamline my processes, and make it really clear what I'm doing, what I'm talking about, and what I'm selling? So if you feel like you've got quite a lot of clutter in your business and you look at it and be like, "Mm, yeah, I could shave off this and I could, you know, simplify this here and there, then you can start to really look at how am I running my business in terms of systems? So I am not a systems and processes person. (laughs) I really wish I was. They don't come naturally for me, but I love following them. So I'm not necessarily great at like setting them up. But if someone helps me and sets it up and, and I can see a process and what to do, 
Oh, it's so it's so great. It's revolutionary, I think. I think systems is such a big thing in business and this is what helps us simplify things. So it might seem a little bit more complicated at first because obviously you have to create the system or you have to write down the process. But then once it's done, you don't have to hold that in your head, especially processes, like write everything down. It's like if I'm recording a podcast episode, write down what are my steps, you know, like I do this and then this and and then actually someone once told me years ago, it's like you always want to write a process document and it's literally just, you know, you can do a Word document and just write down the steps. Write it as if it's, you know, being followed by a seven-year-old. Yeah, so keep it really, really clear and over-explain basically so that that means anyone can follow it. And this is still something I'm learning because I am someone who keeps everything in my head and this is one of my points But in terms of the mind. It's like we can make our lives very complicated by having everything up in our minds. So I really believe that writing things down means that you're not using up that file space in the brain, yeah? Like one example I have is I use a program to create audiograms for Instagram using little snippets from the podcast. I don't want to think about how I do that every time, you know? (laughs) Yes, after a while it becomes habit and you learn, but having it written down means I don't have to store it in my head. And what I love, Jenny Blake uh, from Free Time, she talks about this in her book, also called Free Time, which is write everything down in a business manual. So every little thing in your business, don't keep, she says, Don't keep anything in your head. Get it all down. Then you're not using all that brain space. That's how we simplify things. If we imagine like, you know, 500 balls up in the the mental mind and you're juggling them all, putting some of them down by writing things out and having systems, having processes is going to help you just streamline what's going on in your business. And that's a great way to also simplify things when you're creating a system because then you get to ask, hmm, is there a better way that I can be doing this? Because I think when we first do things, we usually do them in fairly long and complicated ways and then over time things get refined. And so that's a system that can get refined over time. So if you spend the energy actually creating a system and writing down what the steps are for that system, i.e. the process, it also gives us a chance to be like, oh, actually, there's a better way to do this. And again, it's simplifying all the different areas in your business. I also think having systems and processes helps us actually make less decisions. So obviously decision fatigue is something that's real in terms of small business owners and and of course everyone, but we are generally making a lot of decisions every day and uh, I don't know the exact science on it. I think I've read somewhere it's like we there's a certain limit of processing that our brains can do in terms of decision making. And so then you have those people that just wake up and wear the same thing every day or eat the same thing for breakfast. It's like taking away those decisions. Like that's something I would love to do and I haven't got there yet. I would love the idea of a capsule wardrobe. And it's the same thing. Like at the moment, I would say my wardrobe is complicated. I have a whole bunch of things that individually are kind of like those pieces, but none of them really kind of match. And so it's a bit frustrating where I'm like, I want to wear those pants, but uh, they're that color and I don't really have a color that works. You know, you get the idea, right? So I love the idea of a capsule wardrobe. Uh, And if you don't know what that is, it's like it's a small collection of clothes. Like you keep it quite small, but they all interchange and work with each other. And you might want to change that capsule wardrobe to every three months or half a year or every year. But I love that idea because it feels simple to me. It's like imagine having 10 pieces of clothing that all work together and you can just pick and choose, you know, pants and a top for the day. 
So it's all those kind of areas we want to be looking at and being like, where can I simplify things? Where am I using up a lot of brain space? Like I use a lot of brain space to get dressed in the morning because my wardrobe isn't working. And it's something I know I need to spend time on to actually simplify and get working in a better way. And money would be another area that I think some people really complicate. And this could look different for different people. So you might have lots of different accounts and different bits of money here and there and you forgot the password for that and how do I access that and you know you could keep that but make sure you write everything down so that again your mind's not having to kind of hold all those pieces or you might like to just keep things really simple and keep things in one bank account and you know exactly what's going on and where the process is but it really depends on what works for you so what works for me Not so much now that I'm doing the podcast, which I guess is more of a service-based business that has less overheads, is less complicated uh, financially in terms of what's coming and going. But when I had the product business, Wheat Bags Love, and had the retail store, um, there was a lot of different moving pieces of money coming and going because of the amount of supplies that were being purchased on a weekly basis. So what simplified things for me was having one main bank account that all the sales went into and then I had different sub accounts that were like savings accounts and they're free, they don't cost anything. Um, I think I had four or five and each one had a title so I knew what it was. One was called GST and that's where I'd put my staff's um, pay-as-you-go tax and then I had another one for just general overheads, another one for uh, materials, um, another one for sewing supplies and sewing labour. And that for me was simplifying things. So I actually really enjoyed the process. I, my system at the time was every Monday I would sit down, I would add up the sales that had come in the week before, I would take out 20% and put it in the GST folder or account. And then I knew that tax was taken care of because I don't know about you guys, that was a huge lesson I had to learn in business. This is a bit of a side note off the topic, but I never saved for GST or tax when I first started. And it was just a nightmare to try and pay that uh, at the end of the year, you know, getting this big bill and being like, oh, crap, where do I get that money from? So eventually, you know, through beating around a bit by the tax department, I eventually got into the habit of taking out the GST and the tax first. So 20% was enough to cover GST and also the, uh, you know, the end of year tax as well. And then I divided the rest of the sales amount into the different categories that I had. And the reason this is simplifying things for me is because then I could actually see, you know, do I have enough money for wages this week? Do I have enough money for materials? Or if there is a big materials buy or supplies buy, I could be like, oh, yeah, there's enough money in that particular account. Great, let's do it. Versus if everything's just in that one account, that one big pool of money, I can't really see what's going on. I don't know if I have enough to buy a particularly expensive supplies order. So it's it's different for everyone. So if you have a service-based business, you might find it easier to just have the one account and you know what's there. Um, or if you are a more slightly complicated business like a product business, it might actually be simpler to actually break things down and then your brain can see it. You don't have to use that extra processing power of the mind to kind of be like, wait, okay, there's 10 grand in there. Where does that need to go to? Then you can also look at some of the bigger picture ways of simplifying things. And this comes down to what do do I want to do in my business? What feels good? Does it feel good to just do, for example, if you're a podcast, and I'm just using this as my example, 
Does it feel more simple to do an episode every fortnight instead of every week? Do I want to be on all the social media platforms or is that too complicated for me? Do I want to just be on one? And then I always would use my intuition to kind of feel that out. It's like, what feels good for me? Do I just want to do Instagram? Because everything else just feels too hard. You know, don't complicate things because you feel like you have to. You don't have to be on all the social media platforms. This is where, you know, feeling into what feels good. You get to design your business how you like. So if you want to do it and keep it really simple, you might want to just do Instagram or just focus on newsletter send outs or referrals. Don't let yourself be swayed by what's out there and, you know, like, oh, you got to do this and you got to do that. And if that's going to complicate things for you, don't do it. And so then use your intuition to work out different areas that you also want to simplify. Like, do you, if you see clients, do you just book them in, you know, wherever you can kind of fit them in? Or do you like to keep things, you know, contained and say, I only want to do client calls on a Monday or a Monday and a Tuesday. And that for me is helping to simplify because then I know exactly when I'm doing each week versus like I've got one on Thursday and then another one Monday afternoon and, you know, the kind of hodgepodge here and there. But that's up to you, whatever works for you. So again, feeling into it, being like, mm, what feels really what feels really good in my body when I think about how I want to run my business? What feels really good? What feels easy? What feels simple? And then how can I go about making that happen? All right, let's talk about the mind. So I think our minds are the thing that complicate a lot of different things. So when I talk about the mind, I'm talking about that part of us that um, Eckhart Tolle calls the ego, uh, that part of us that is part of the personality, part of the ego, wants its main purpose is to keep us safe. It loves control. It loves safety, doesn't like the unknown, wants to stay in what it knows, uh, even if that's really crappy. (laughs) So if we're in a really crappy position, but it's known, our mind usually wants to stay there because it doesn't like change. If things change, it can't be sure that we're going to be safe in the new thing, even though logically we might be like, that new thing's going to be really good for us. So the other function of the mind is it loves problem solving. It's like a supercomputer, and that's why minds are awesome, right? They are incredible, but we don't want the computer running everything. So the computer is the tool. It's not the captain. So it's your greater awareness. It's your greater consciousness that should be running the show. So because the mind loves problems um, and a lot of books that talk about uh, different types of consciousness talk about the mind loving problems because then it has an identity. It has something to hold on to. It has a sense of self. It's like, this is me. I have something to do. I'm going to solve these problems. So what happens if you're running a business, all of a sudden you're giving it lots of problems, (laughs) lots of problems to solve, and it's going to want to get in there and try and solve all of them all at once, like straight away. And that's when we can get really stressed because we're trying to resolve lots of things that maybe actually aren't ready to be resolved, don't need to be resolved, you know, something that we can figure out in a week's time. So I would say that you could simplify things. By really being clear about what you actually need to solve, even in this moment or this day or this week and anything else, just leave it out of mind. Yeah, if you've got some stuff coming up in a couple of weeks and your mind is ruminating on it, you're not being present. You're using a lot more energy because not only are you doing what you're doing in the moment, but your, your mind is also on all these other different problems that actually don't need to be solved in that moment. So this is about being present, 
Yeah. So yes, there's lots of problems to solve both in life and in business, but what is the one that you're actually trying to solve now? And don't stress yourself out by trying to solve everything else. I know there is this drive in us that just wants everything resolved. And if you're into human design, often people with an open root chakra just want everything resolved because there's this like pressure to to have everything finished. But the problem is it's an illusion. <laughs> nothing, nothing is ever going to be finished. You're never going to get to that point in life where you're like, you know what? I have nothing left to do. Yet we think that we're going to get there if we just work harder, work faster, do more. And it's just, it's an illusion. You're not going to get there. So take a breath, drop what you don't need to focus on right now, and just keep your day simple. And that also means not to multitask. So I'm still a classic over multitasker. I skip from one task to the next, to the next, and then back again. And what we know is that that takes a lot of energy to switch back and forth. It's actually a lot healthier to just have one task and really focus on that task, finish it, and then move on to the next versus trying to do three things at once. We're actually not as efficient. So when you're looking at your day and you know some of the things that you feel like you might want to do that day, just pick one, focus on that. Don't try and solve all the other problems that are going on. I bet you've got that to-do list sitting next to you and glaring at you, being like, what about all these things? Simplicity is about picking your battles. Yeah, like (laughs) you can't get it all done. Pick your battles. And I also like to say, what feels good for me to achieve today? Of course, you'll have your list and things that you know roughly what needs to get done and when, but then you get to be like, okay, well, what feels good? What actually feels like really interesting, exciting to me to tick off, to do, to, you know, solve. And that could look different every day depending on where your energy's at. Another thing about having lots of different problems to solve, if you're someone that has lots of different ideas and and things that you're wanting to get to the bottom of and things you are trying to resolve, know that it sometimes just comes down to timing. So if it's not really clear what you're supposed to be doing, it's probably not time to resolve that problem. Like I find if I just allow things to flow a little bit, solutions will naturally come without me having to mentally effort them with my mind to solve them. And I've learned over time, even if I I say I have a problem come up and I don't know how to solve it in that moment, I have learned just to let it go for a bit. And it might be a day or two or a couple of days. And sometimes it just resolves itself without me doing a thing, which is awesome. Other times just having that space allows different solutions to come in without having to actually think about them a lot. So that's also a way that I keep things simple in just allowing things to be and trusting in divine timing, knowing that I'll know when to act when it's the right time to act, like because I'll have the information, I'll know which way to go. And usually if I don't have the information, it means that it's not time to take action. And then I just have a really random thought that popped into my head. So maybe someone needs to hear this. But I want you to ask yourself, do you love to over-dramatize things? Now, you know if you know, right? Are you one of those people that loves the drama, the, the hype, the adrenaline of things? And I'm definitely guilty of this in certain areas where I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. Or, ooh, you know, like there's this like need to kind of make things bigger than what they are. So that's something to kind of inquire with yourself is like sometimes we make things complicated on 
purpose through our subconscious, right? So it's not necessarily that we want things to be big and dramatic and, oh, my God, all these things happening and blah, but there's definitely an element of us that likes it and is attracting it. And I'm sure we've all got that friend that everything's a drama with them. They can turn the smallest thing into a big drama. So if that's you or you just notice little elements of that, that might be something to just journal about, examine and be like, what am I getting out of stressing myself out through making things bigger than what they are? Like maybe you think keeping things simple is a little bit boring and that maybe life will be a bit boring. But then also consider, well, actually, if I feel really calm, things feel under control. It's like, where else can I use that energy? I might be able to do something that's really fun and creative. You know, I don't think simplifying your life will ever make it boring. All right, so that's what I have to say about simplicity. So just to recap, because I think our attention spans, right, especially in these day and age, attention is drawn everywhere. Like things can be quite complicated. So even though we have all these devices and technology to keep our lives simple, quote unquote, it's like everything moving so fast, our attention's taken everywhere. So where can we in our business and life really simplify things? So that might be looking at your business in terms of what you're offering. Can you really cut back or shave off some things that maybe you're not that excited about that, but somehow have crept in and, you know, like maybe it's time to trim, trim down a bit and just be really simple and clear about what you're offering and what you're talking about. Then how can you systemize and process as much as you can in your business so that things are really clear? Also writing down everything in terms of steps and a process so that your mind isn't having to hold all that information. Obviously, as small business owners, we are wearing a lot of hats but make life a bit easier and don't store all the details in your head, write it all down. And then looking at, you know, how you order your supplies, for example, can that be simplified? How you manage your money, your business bank accounts, can that be simplified? And then using your intuition to really feel into what you want to do in terms of the design of your business and maybe simplifying that. So whether that's dropping a social media platform or rescheduling or working out a different schedule, And then simplifying, you know, the way the mind is working. Are you giving your mind too many problems to solve at once, which is maybe going to be creating overwhelm complications? How can you focus just on one task at a time, be present, allow divine timing to come in and let you know when a problem needs to be solved or doesn't need to be solved? Keep things simple in terms of what you're actually focusing on day to day, moment to moment, week to week. Okay, guys, there we go. There's my wrap up of a few suggestions of how we can start to simplify things. If there's something in here which sparked something in you that was like, oh, yeah, I could actually simplify this thing in my life. I'd love to hear about it. Send me a message on Instagram or a comment on one of my posts on Instagram and let me know what's something that you were able to simplify. And then, of course, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day wherever you are. I hope it involves something fun or nourishing for yourself. All right, I'll catch you guys real soon on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please follow or subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And join me over on Instagram at Slow Down and Thrive for more daily tips and messages.